politics, life, Cross Kitchens, Kansas City's home remodeler, presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, online at crosskitchenskc.com. My phone just blew up on Tuesday night as Donald Trump was having a rally in New Hampshire, and Vivek Ramaswamy appeared with him, and he brought Ramaswamy up to the podium to speak for a few minutes, and Ramaswamy just crushed it. I mean, just killed it. Knocked it out of the park, as a lot of people, now that he's going to be around Trump, are going to see him for the first time, hear him for the first time. He's going to be attacked by the media in a way that he has not been attacked before. Donald Trump has said Vivek, in some way, is going to be a big part of a Trump administration. He's saying that about a lot of people, but this happened on a day where there were all kinds of reports out there that Ben Carson may be the vice presidential candidate for Donald Trump, and he may be. Trump may be considering something else for Vivek Ramaswamy, like chief of staff. I mean, it's hard to say what he may want him to do. In fact, Ramaswamy could be better use for Donald Trump to be his chief of staff than his vice president. But as far as the election and the campaign are concerned, Ramaswamy has a way of bringing in younger voters. He's 38 years old. And while I don't really play the skin color game, and neither does Vivek Ramaswamy, and it doesn't really matter, for some people, it will at least create a visual that the Republican Party isn't what the Democrats say it is, that they're open to pretty much anyone that believes in America first. But my phone wasn't blowing up for that reason. That's not the reason I had seven or eight dudes texting me all at once who were seeing this thing. And then throughout the evening, seeing clips on X or different social media platforms. They were all hitting me up because of what Vivek was saying. Donald Trump is terrific when he gives his speeches, but we've heard them all. You know, Trump, we've heard these things before. We know what he does. He's acting presidential right now. He's not getting wound up. He's not doing the big, loud rallies. He's being very kind to the other Republicans in the race. He's saying all good things. I have no problem with what Trump is doing or what Trump is saying. But when Vivek starts talking about it, it's intellectual. But it's intellectual in a way that common, regular, everyday conservative Americans who feel a little bit left behind can, I, can not only understand, but identify with. Vivek has a way of doing that. Is there a shyster in Vivek Ramaswamy? I, I don't know. A lot of people say he doesn't seem genuine. He could be fake. He could be this. We could say that about all kinds of politicians. What we know is Nikki Haley's fake. We can see that. That's easy. We can also tell that Ron DeSantis is one of the worst campaigners we've ever seen. He does not campaign well. He's a terrific governor of Florida, and I think he'd be a very good president of the United States. But as far as going out and campaigning and being a politician, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. It's gonna If DeSantis becomes the Republican nominee at some point for president, it's going to be a, like a default position. He, look, he blew this thing. He should have stayed on the sidelines, buddied up to Trump, and said, I'll stay out if you make me your vice president. That's what he should have done. That was DeSantis' best play. Then, in four years, he has the default position. And he doesn't have to be a good campaigner. But the person who goes and speaks in front of people, and while he may not personally connect with them in the way that Donald Trump connects with so many people, and may not be the greatest campaigner ever, his edges maybe need to soften a little bit, but the one who really connects with what he says, the substance of what he says, is Vivek Ramaswamy. Many of you have emailed me and said you don't like his politics, you don't trust him, he was in big pharma, he was doing the, you know all these things in his past, lead us to believe that this is not who he really is. Well, it's one hell of a great fake show if that's what he's doing. 
I was on Mundo in the morning on KCMO Talk Radio on Wednesday morning. And Pete Mundo asked me the last question. 30 seconds left, he said. Who should Trump pick as his VP? And I said, well, I'm really high on Vivek Ramaswamy right now, but I haven't thought it through. To be honest, I've not thought it through of whether if you told me that Trump was going to continue to campaign with Vivek and give him five minutes at the microphone every night and choose him as his chief of staff, I think that's a better plan. But we need the plan that gets them elected. And if there is a chance that somebody else drags Trump down or hurts Trump, we can't have that. Ramaswamy's natural infectious smile, his youth and exuberance standing with Trump makes 77-year-old Donald J. Trump even younger, if that's possible. We know the man's the Energizer Bunny, but Vivek makes him even younger. The whole thing looks younger. I mean, it was a powerful moment watching the two of them campaign together last night. I'm telling you, it was powerful. Ted Cruz endorsed Trump yesterday. We got all these people jumping in saying, I'm endorsing Donald Trump. I'm doing this. What's Ted Cruz going to do out on the campaign trail? Honestly, for Donald Trump, nothing. I like Ted Cruz. I have no issues with Ted Cruz. But putting him out there over the next few months on the campaign trail does nothing. Vivek does something completely different. He gets on social media. He does all kinds of interviews with influencers and stuff that none of these older candidates can pull off and do. We watch Biden roll these people into the White House to try to do these things to reach these young voters. There's only one person in national politics today reaching young voters on their iPhones in a meaningful way, the way these young people follow things. I had lunch with my son and my daughter yesterday. And it was kind of an interesting conversation. They started talking about Pat McAfee on ESPN and others who are out there, Dave Portnoy on Barstool Sports. McAfee and Portnoy are both conservative. My daughter is not conservative. She's not. But she's talking about these people and she's hearing them speak. Joe Rogan is a big deal. These people are all conservative, but they don't play it out there. Well, Portnoy does, but they don't play it out there on their sleeve completely that they're conservative. Over time, when these are your social media influencers that are reaching young people, the young people who've been taught by their professors in college that they need to follow Davos and the World Economic Forum and climate change and all this other stuff, it fades because it's not their real world experience. They get out there, they start working, they have trouble finding a great place to live or getting a house or raising a family or whatever, and they see these people who've influenced them over time, and they realize that the message they're getting is a completely different message than what their college professors told them. They're now in the real world, and they're gravitating toward these other people who make sense. Vivek does that. Vivek Ramaswamy cannot be attacked by the left as racist. He cannot be attacked by the left as somebody who just appeals to dumb people. He's smarter than all of them. Look, I'm not sitting here trying to say Vivek Ramaswamy should be the nominee this year. He got 8% in Iowa. But the 8% he got is important. That 8% is young. And they're going to Trump immediately in New Hampshire. Whatever that number is, they're going immediately. Vivek has played this beautifully. That was a powerful moment. And I knew it was powerful. I was, I was looking forward to it all day. I saw a tweet from Vivek says, I'm going to be with Trump at his rally in New Hampshire. I'm like, oh my God, this thing's on. Trump knows Trump is intuitive. He's the most instinctive, intuitive politician of our lifetime. Mainly because he's this iconic persona 
and not really a politician. He wants to run America like a business, and it needs to be run like a business. Everyone, I mean everyone, hates Donald Trump. The Democrats hate him so much that they ran out of the party switch forms in Iowa on Monday. So many people were going in in so many different counties, they allow you to switch your party on the day of a caucus. You could go in as a registered Democrat, get a party switch form, register as a Republican and vote for Nikki Haley. And in fact, they did that. They did that all over Iowa. Democrats did. Trump won every county, and then they switched it and said, nope, Nikki Haley won one county, Johnson County, Iowa, I think, by one vote, where a couple hundred people went in and switched their party affiliation that day as Democrats and voted for Nikki Haley. It's a fraud. Everybody hates this man. I mean, everybody hates Trump. In Davos, BlackRock chairman Philip Hildebrand is on the sidelines working everybody at the World Economic Forum, warning that Trump poses, quote, a fundamental challenge, unquote, to all of Europe should he be elected. It is a long list of people who are now screaming and hollering, we can't have Trump, can't have Trump, can't have Trump. They do not understand that the more they scream that, the more the rest of us want Trump. There is an instinct, a real human characteristic. It's fundamental. It's no different than love or hate or touch, or feel, or sight, or sound. It is no different than that. For so many of us that look at things that are messed up around us, that say the people running the stuff that's messed up hate this guy. They hate this guy. That just makes us want to vote for him. That's all. They literally would all be better off if they shut the hell up, if they shut it down, if they somehow tried to ignore him. The more sirens that are going off, you watch the polling over the next couple months. Watch what happens. He's going to gain. The more they scream, the more they... You cannot warn the American people that Trump is a disaster. It was four good years except COVID, which he was the only person on earth saying it's a China virus. And it escaped their lab. And then he closed the country and said, Chinese flights are done. You're not coming in here. And was criticized for all that stuff. You can't blame COVID on Trump. You can't. The only thing you can blame him on his presidency was, did he push the vaccine too fast and give it the emergency authorization and allow so many people to get it that are now getting sick? You can hang that on him. But they're in a Democrat in the world. You can't hang that on either. They implemented it. Trump got the vax done. He thought that was important, but the fact that they kept doing it and it was never, it was never proven. It's just always been experimental. You really can't hang that on Trump and the Democrats can't do it because they know they have to wear it. They executed COVID and executed many of us. You can't scream and holler that Trump is the end of the world when he's already been president for four years. And with Ramaswamy out there, courting these young people and doing all the things on social media. You may not like social media. I'm not big into social media. All these things, whatever. It doesn't matter. This party right now, youth is a major play in this thing. It is a major play. So many 18 to 40-year-old voters are simply saying, I wish I had something other than these two old men. And maybe Vivek out there with Trump is the one that really draws the distinction that Trump is not an old man. That I get you. I understand your generation. Here's a 38-year-old. Trump said it in front of the microphone last night. He stepped right up and says, Vivek has some unbelievably great ideas. 
You know, he's younger than me. He's younger and he has some great ideas. Yes, keep saying that to the American people. We need Vivek right here with us at these rallies because he's younger and has fresh ideas for this party, for America first. It, it may actually be the time to rename this party and just dump it. Just dump on Republic. A rebranding could do wonderful things for America. What is wrong with renaming the party America first? What's wrong with that? How does anybody on the other side criticize that? Good luck. Why not rebrand this thing? Why not rename it? I'm dead serious about this. This stuff matters to people. We know that people don't like the Republican Party or the Democrat Party. They don't like the names. Rebrand. Companies do this all the time. When sales are down, you rebrand. You change the formula of your frozen pizza. You change the sauce. You do something. You get a thinner crust. People do this stuff. Companies do this all the time. They change their products. When sales start going down, you change your products. What's, what's wrong with America first? After this election, I guess. I don't think you want to try it now, but the message is clear. Go out. Say, I hear you, young people. If you're Donald Trump, because he's, he's, he's got his baked-in numbers. They're going to vote for him. Go out and appeal to young voters. Go get them. I hear you. That's why this man is standing here. I would introduce him every time and say, Vivek Ramaswamy is going to come up and speak here in a second. And the reason he's here is he's 38 years old. He understands your generation. He has new ideas for our America First policy. And he is brilliant. Ladies and gentlemen, Vivek Ramaswamy. Give him the microphone for five minutes. Come back, finish your speech. Let every young person in America know that you hear them. You see them. You get it. That there is a succession plan. That there is a tomorrow and it is younger. It's not two old geezers. I'm dead serious about this stuff, man. And Pete Mundo is going to have me back on his radio show because he does not like Vivek Ramaswamy. He thinks he's a used car salesman or a fraud or something. And he may be. We don't know him well enough. And as I've told Pete many times, listen, that's not what we like in politicians. <laughs> we don't trust or like any of them. We largely vote for people we wouldn't let babysit our kids. We do it all the time. It's not a trust issue. If the trust issue is you think Vivek is saying all this stuff, and if he ever gets in power, he's going to be a liberal? Well, it's the chance you take in politics. And if he does that and he swings far left, if he ever gets elected and goes far left, or starts pushing far left stuff, you vote him out. I don't, I, don't, I don't see that in him. And I don't care what his background is. I don't care what, he's too young. He doesn't have, Trump was a Democrat at one point. Reagan was a Democrat at one point. You can't do it that way. You go based on what they're saying and thinking today. And I have no doubts about what Ramaswamy's saying. He does have great ideas. And I, I thought it was a, I'm telling you, that my phone, the people who were getting a hold of me were like, wow, this looks right. This looks right. Now, the temptation will be to make him the vice presidential candidate. Can you imagine a debate between him and Kamala Harris? Oh, my God. And how in the world, you know, they're saying Joe Biden is not going to debate Trump. How can that be? Uh, you have to. You have to try, don't you? Don't you just, like, automatically lose the election if you're afraid to debate? If you're running for president of the United States and saying, I can't stand up here for 90 minutes and talk about the important things for the American people, I can't do that, or I'm afraid to do that, doesn't that disqualify you from being president? I, dude, I'd sell my house right now to watch 90 minutes of Vivek Ramaswamy against Kamala Harris. Oh, my God. You want to talk about, I, there ain't enough popcorn in the world for that show. 
Oh, 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 oh. but again, my personal belief is chief of staff might be a better position for him. However, you could make a decision as a president to actually allow your vice president to be in the room and help make decisions and policy and all those things. Most vice presidents kind of get pushed aside and don't do much, and they sit in waiting. Maybe if it were Vivek, it would be different. He does have some great ideas. He has an articulation and a way of making points about 1776 and where we are today compared to where we were then. It's powerful. Bring the emails on. A lot of you don't like him. Bring them on. KKHI is brought to you by bstock.net in Olathe, 14680 South Flaming Road. My daughter doesn't listen to podcasts. I had lunch with her yesterday. She says, I think I need a little TV for my room. I said, great. Tell me what size. I'll save you a whole bunch of money. I'll go buy B-Stock and get it for you. I'll even bring it to your house for you. And you can pay me, Venmo, Jessica, or whatever. She goes, well, we just think they're really cheap at Costco. I said, I never mentioned Costco. I'm always talking about Best Buy and Nebraska Furniture Mart. Costco has pretty inexpensive TVs. They are not the low prices of bstock.net. They are not. They simply are not. They're not. She didn't believe me. I tried to explain it to her exactly what they do at bstock. And she, uh, Abby, let me get it for you. Tell me what you want. Let me go out there and get it for you, and you're good to go. bstock.net typically saves you 30% over the other guys on all kinds of great televisions, computers, laptops, accessories, Apple products. It's all right there online at bstock.net or visit 14680 South Flaming Road in Olathe. Ideal Health KC is Kansas City's regenerative medicine headquarters. This is the doctor for you. Dr. Kip Van Camp will take your body's tissue, your blood, ease joint pain, COVID shot issues, onset of Alzheimer's, Parkinson's disease, bad knees from sports injuries, busted up ankles that don't heal right, pulled hamstrings, hips, things that just bother you that you haven't been able to take care of with a pill or a shot or whatever, go consult with Dr. Van Camp and see if this might be for you. IdealHealthKC.com. They take your stem cells, your tissues from your body. They re-inject them where they're needed. Your body, as it gets older, doesn't allow the good things in the body to go to the places it needs. This is no more complicated than cutting your finger. If you cut your finger, not stitches, just a little cut in your finger, over a few days, it heals itself, right? This is the same thing. Dr. Van Camp can help get what you need to the place where it needs to be in your body to help you out. IdealHealthKC.com. And my friends at RobertsRobinson.com, Chevrolet GMC and Excelsior Springs, home of the lifetime warranty. Low interest rates are back, 0.9% on trucks, trucks, trucks at RobertsRobinson.com in Excelsior Springs. And don't forget, I've, I never even really thought of it this way. I got that email from a listener this week who said, do you have an auto body shop? They went to the KK list where we list all of our sponsors and said, is there an auto body shop? I said, no, but Roberts Robinson will pick your car up, service any maker model and return it to you. It's a heck of a service. Why not use it? Especially if you're busy and especially if it's cold in the winter. RobertsRobinson.com. Check them out. Ask them about service and keeping your car in tip top condition at Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet GMC, we are professional grade. Ad spending in Iowa. Here's what it cost in the Iowa caucuses. Donald Trump spent $18 million for ads, which came out to $340 per vote. Ron DeSantis spent $34 million or $1,700 per vote. And Nikki Haley spent $36 million, $1,800 per vote. 
And it just brings the question up. I, I've listened to a lot of different people that crunch the numbers and know these things better than I do. And one thing that everybody seems to agree on is this. If Donald Trump wins Michigan, he's president of the United States. Everybody's looking at Michigan going, there's, there's no path for Joe Biden if he loses Michigan. Biden's spending all his time in Pennsylvania, but remember, he won Pennsylvania last time. Trump can win Pennsylvania too, and probably will without the shenanigans. But Michigan, that's a flip. That's a whole different deal. Trump's got a four-point lead there. If Trump wins Michigan, this is over. So when we talk about how much it costs for these ads and what that is per vote, just a question. If you could pay people to vote for you, what could a voter in Michigan get to go vote for Trump? Or what? Could, worse yet, what would the billionaire class of the Democrats pay to go vote for Biden per person? If it's $1,800 per person for Nikki Haley just in buying advertising, what would you pay the person to actually go? Legitimate question. I cannot believe Nikki Haley in Iowa spent $1,800 per vote and declared it a two-person race. Wow. I mean, she just looks worse to me at every stinking term. NBC Sports is part of NBC News, and it is ingrained in the media. This is the subtle media things that I like to point out that I believe are every bit as important as the idiot pundits that stand on there, like Rachel Maddow and lie to your face, as she did when she said they didn't want to show Trump in his speech because, you know, they really wrestle with this on whether we should do this or not. We meet about this all the time, but we just, as journalists, we cannot allow someone to have live coverage telling lies, unchecked lies. Good Lord. So disingenuous. That's part of the NBC family. But this one is not as outward, but it, it might be more impactful. C.J. Stroud of the Houston Texans played a hell of a game in winning their playoff game against Cleveland. And he's interviewed on the field by the journalist, so-called journalist, on the field after the game. And she says, what was uh, so great about it? First thing he says, all glory and praise to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Then he went on to talk about football and his teammates. C.J. Stroud says all the right things. By the way, there's a social media picture of Patrick Mahomes reading to his two little children a night-night book. I think it's called Good Night, God. It is a little Christian flip book for very tiny loved ones. And it's circulating around the internet. Wait until the left figures out that that's a Christian book. And Mahomes is teaching his kids personally about Jesus and God and thanking them for all of the blessings in your life at the ripe old age of one and two, or whatever their ages are. But C.J. Stroud says, all glory and praise to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It was right there on live TV. It was beautiful. People used to kind of make fun of that thing because so many athletes did it. Now, so few do it. Nobody makes fun of it anymore. When you hear it, you go, oh, that's refreshing to kind of hear that. When you have a clip like that and you ask a player like that on the field about a big win on a network that you just broadcast the game, you want to put it on all your social media platforms. You want to put it on your websites. You want to send it everywhere. And NBC did that. I think her name is Catherine Tappan. Is that her name? 
She asks the question. Then we get an edit that takes, first of all, I want to thank and give all glory and praise to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. They edited that out and cut right to his comments after that. They they actually created more work for themselves to take out my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That created work. It would have been easier to leave it in. They took it off every single platform everywhere. It got circulated millions of times, and nobody heard the part about his faith. I would, if I were C.J. Stroud, and, and this were important to me, to say that at the beginning of every interview, I would say, first of all, I hope you don't edit out the most important part of my comments after this game, and that is to give all glory and praise to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Please don't edit that out. And then make your comments. That would be awesome. Anytime you call out the media, it's just incredible. How about this debacle, the Lloyd Austin thing? Secretary of Defense just gets worse and worse. Lloyd Austin spent two weeks in the hospital, and the President of the United States didn't know for days. Here's what Lloyd Austin did. Here's what a fraudster this guy is. He'd had the surgery, apparently, and then something went woefully wrong. And he called 911 for the EMTs to come and take care of him and get him to the hospital. He said, I need an ambulance. And on the phone, the recorded call has now been released. He says, no sirens, no lights. Come in here as quietly as possible. I don't want anybody to know. What? You're telling the EMTs how to come save your life when you have a problem and you need to go to the hospital where you're going to be for two weeks because you have cancer. You have cancer and you don't want anybody to know it. You're the Secretary of Defense. That story gets worse and worse. But nothing as bad as the Department of Justice. This week, the Department of Justice, finally, after, oh my God, four years. After four years, the Department of Justice has finally acknowledged and verified that Hunter Biden's laptop in that little store in Delaware is actually his and legitimate. And everything in it is legitimate. Your Department of Justice took four years. And now they're acknowledging what we've all known from day one, that it is legit, that it was his. The Department of Justice. Can you, I mean, four years, can you even imagine? And of course, a story like that comes out on the day of the Iowa caucuses, so nobody pays attention to it. There's other things going on. We've got freezing cold all over. They, they pick their spots. They release things like that when nobody is looking or paying attention because, of course, they are. Not too many people are looking or paying attention to what's going on in New York. Yeah, you know about the illegal alien crisis they have. You know about people leaving New York for Florida and other places. How about this? Oh, boy, this is bad. Business in New York is down 29% in the last year. Business. This state's going to be broke fast. Manufacturing in the state of New York is down 43%. It's a flat-out exodus. People are gone. New York has fundamental problems because of the people that are in charge. It is easy to see. Sports Today is brought to you by Window World, simply the best for less. Customer Satisfaction Awards. 
every single year. That's why they're simply the best for less. They have American-made products with lifetime warranties. They're low price. They give you a free analysis and estimate in your home with no pressure ever to buy. They'll go anywhere within a couple of hours of Kansas City or all over the state of Missouri. They've got a huge area they cover. All you got to do is call them and say, man, I got window problems. I've been seeing it with this cold. I feel the air coming in. I got ice on the inside of my windows because there's so much air coming in. 816-799-0820. Right now is the time to call. Take pictures, by the way, of your windows. If they've got ice on them, take pictures now because if they come out in a week or two, that ice may be gone. Let them see exactly what's happening with the windows and where it's coming. Take some photos for them when they get there. They're the official windows of the Chiefs. They're online at windowskansascity.com. Great Life Golf 2024 is your year to play more golf. Okay, so last year we talked about some clubs that they have like Canyon Farms and Falcon Ridge and Prairie Highlands that were full. Their membership was full. Well, typically over the winter, some people cancel their memberships. Some people move. Some people decide not to do it again. Some people have health emergencies and say, I can't play golf next year, and they'll cancel their memberships. There are now a limited number of memberships available at all the Great Life courses. So pick the one near you. If you'd heard that, oh, I can't join Canyon Farms because it's full, which was true for the last three years, it's been full. Or I can't get into Falcon Ridge or Prairie Highlands. They don't have any membership available. They're offering, they're offering right now, like two months free at most of these places, your first couple of months. You'll play, if you sign up now with the membership initiation, you will play free through April. So when the weather turns and it's nice, you're going to be just playing free golf. And don't even have to pay. If you sign up now, go to greatlifekc.com and pick your course. That's greatlifekc.com. Or call and say, Kevin told me to call that there are memberships available and I want to get in and play more golf this year than ever before. 913-802-4552. That's 913-802-4552. Or a quick little email to join at greatlifegolf.com. That's join at greatlifegolf.com. And Amini's Galleria, the home of the Copper Dome. This is Amini's. Winners here. You got still got time to get great new bar stools or leather theater seating for the big game. You know, if the Chiefs make it all the way to that championship game, that'd be so cool. Amini's is here for you. Or maybe you want to add a machine, a game, something fun indoors, a pool table, a shuffleboard table, pinball, golden tee. It's all right there. They also have saunas for your personal health and enjoyment at Amini's. Check them out on the showroom floor, 105th and Metcalf. Mention us when you go in there and get the good guy discount. That's the only way I know how to say it. It's like the family discount. When you go to Amini's, hey, I listened to Kevin. Can you make me a deal on this thing? They'll give you something off. I promise you, you'll save money if you drop the podcast name at Amini's, online at Amini's.com, 105th and Metcalf. This is Amini's. On to sports, 23 million viewers watch the Chiefs on Peacock. I say, didn't happen. We, uh, we told you about this, that they were on local stations, they were on NFL Plus, all these other things. Now it's come out that this game was on three different networks in Canada, which has millions of people right along the American border in multiple cities and locations where the Americans can actually see those networks and watch the game without getting Peacock. And apparently millions in Canada did too. And my guess is they're just rolling that Canadian number into the 23 million. Whatever. The Lions game, which was the only close game really of the weekend, got 40 million viewers. The Chiefs-Bills game Sunday will be the highest rated game since last Super Bowl. 
That's my prediction. It's in the right window. It's on the right network. It's the right two teams. Everybody will be watching. I'm standing by what I say. The winner of Sunday's game goes to the Super Bowl. I believe that's the case. My biggest concern for the Chiefs in this game, other than turnovers, because if the Chiefs, of course, turn it over, they don't win. Their offense is no longer explosive enough to overcome the turnovers. We've talked about it all year, but I'm not really concerned about that. They seem to know who and what they are. My biggest concern in this game is Josh Allen's legs. And the Chiefs have done a pretty good job about this. Josh Allen is the only quarterback in NFL history in the playoffs to average 250 yards or more passing and 50 yards or more rushing as a postseason career. He's the only one to do that. Now, he did it against Pittsburgh in a way that disgusted me. There were two plays in that game that really bothered me. He had a fake slide in the game where he didn't go down. He faked like he was, and then he didn't. And two defenders froze because he was faking the slide. Then he ran right between them and scored a touchdown. That should be a 15-yard penalty. If we can have flopping rules in sports, we should be able to have fake sliding rules. It should be once you start any movement toward your slide, that's where you're down. Sorry, that should absolutely be the rule. You know, they like they let you initiate it, and they basically say, okay, now it's where the ball is when you get to the ground, when your knees hit the ground, which could be three yards farther, depending on exactly how you slide. I think the rule needs to change to the initiation. The first move you make, it is a dead ball. So when he faked that and then scored the touchdown, the ball is dead where he faked it, and it should be reviewable. I am worried that he's going to do that to the Chiefs. These defenders are so skittish about hitting the quarterback. The other thing he did was get a first down in the game, and it drove me absolutely crazy because of a penalty. He went and slid short of the marker and got hit. They called a personal foul, which created a first down. It was also a touchdown drive. But it was a design running play. I don't think any rule should apply to a quarterback on a design run. They should be treated like anyone else. I'm sorry. You're a runner. The idea is to protect the passers in the game. Josh Allen is the best I've ever seen at exploiting the rules to his benefit. And that's got me worried like heck for Sunday's game. Watch for it. it will, there will be one point in the game where you will think of this podcast and you're going to go, oh God, that's the one thing that was really bothering Kevin. Let's just hope that it's like his own 27-yard line that's only good for one first down and they're not even in midfield yet. Let's hope it's not backbreakers like the Steelers endured because that's fraudulent football. And the Chiefs need to be all over the league right now, all week long about watching for this. Shocking tweet from Willie Gay, Chiefs linebacker. He put out a tweet this week that it's sad he believes he's played his last game ever at Arrowhead. Well, there's a couple things here. The Chiefs could win Sunday and Houston could win and you're back at Arrowhead. The second thing is he's basically saying, this is it for me. Chiefs aren't going to re-sign me as a free agent. That's, that's a bad thought to have in your head before a game like this. And if you want to stay in Kansas City that bad, stay. I'm sure there's a number they'll keep you. We understand why you're going to go take the money, but the Chiefs just aren't in a position to keep everybody. This is the seventh Chiefs-Bills game in four years, folks. Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen ranked number one and number two over that time period in total touchdowns, wins, 
pass rush yards combined in their first and second and touchdowns per game. Mahomes is number one with 2.4. Allen is 2.3. These are easily the two best quarterbacks over the last four years. They are three and three against each other, but Mahomes has won the playoff games. Mahomes has won in the past. We know that. Remember when they combined for 31 points after the two-minute warning in 2021 in the divisional game? These teams scored 31 points combined after the two-minute warning. It went to overtime. The Chiefs won 42-36 because the overtime rules are dumb too. I really want to get on the competition committee. I really want to sit in one meeting, say, what are you doing with your stupid overtime rules? They're awful. They're dumb. What are you doing with these sliding rules? What are you doing with, re- with replay that you cannot review any everything? Everything should be reviewable. So many things got me bothered. Not really bothered. These are first world problems, but I love football enough that it's important to me. You probably agree with most of what I said. These are the two most prolific quarterbacks. These are the two best quarterbacks left in the playoffs. And I, th- I'm, this is what I go with, folks. I've done this. My, I, we, know, we know what wins. Quarterbacks win. Quarterbacks won last week. And we don't know what we have. Is Baker Mayfield all of a sudden going to be great? I'm not going to say that. Is Jared Goff going to turn into Patrick Mahomes? Probably not. Brock Purdy's the question mark probably with the Niners. If they get into a tough game, there's eight teams left. Seven of them drafted their quarterback in the first round. Brock Purdy's the only one that wasn't drafted in the first round. This is how the game is played. This is how you win. And the best of all of them is Patrick Mahomes. There's nobody close. The second best, even though he hasn't won one, is Josh Allen. They're playing against each other. Lamar Jackson's been around forever. He's won one playoff game. Hell, Baker Mayfield's won three playoff games. Baker Mayfield's won three times as many playoff games as Lamar Jackson. C.J. Stroud has won as many playoff games as Lamar Jackson. It's uncomplicated. At some point, your quarterback's got to make a play and win the game. We see it over and over and over. I love that. College basketball, pretty interesting stuff here. Um, we don't talk a lot about K-State basketball. and there's, Okay, what, you know me. I don't like to talk about K-State unless it's really relevant. So I have to be careful about that. They finished the game in overtime last night on a 9-0 run to end the game and win it 68-64 in overtime. Jerome Tang in two years is now 10-0 in overtime games. And I'm, look, I'm asking for anybody's help, please. I don't know how to look this up. Has any head coach ever started a career winning their first 10 overtime games? This is the most insane statistic going in college basketball right now. First of all, it's insane there's been 10 of them. That's crazy. That's about a fifth, one, every five, one out of every, more than one in five games are going to overtime for Kansas State. They're not out there pounding people, right? But I'll be darned if they didn't beat number nine Baylor on Tuesday night. They were down 52 to 46 with a minute 53 to go in regulation. In overtime, K-State was down 64 to 59 with a buck 12 to go. They got a three, then they got a two. Then Arthur Kaluma comes down with 20 seconds to go, hits a three and gets fouled. They get a four-point play. You kidding me? 
Jerome Tang is 24 and 2 at Bramlage, 10 and 1 in the Big 12. Bramlage was the wildest college basketball arena in America this year, last night. There is a connection between those students and that coach. It is wild. It is wild. It was wild. There was no reason at any point ever to think Kansas State was going to win that game. They stayed close, but you could tell Baylor's the better team. They'd get ahead by five. Eh, okay. Uh-oh, there's a minute 50 to go. Baylor's up six. This one's over now. Oh, K-State got it to overtime through a miracle. Uh, but they're down five with a minute 12 to go. They're beat. Nope, not at Bramlage. It's insane, folks. It's cra- It's truly crazy. They're... They're not that good. They're not as good as their record. But you know what? They might not have been as good as their record last year. It might be a thing. That, but, you know, we sit here and watch the Chiefs lose four home games. Kansas is always great at home, but they always have the best team. K-State goes out there on a lot of nights at Bramlage and doesn't have the best team. They just win. He 24-2 and two at home, folks. That's a real number. Kansas rolls in its game at Oklahoma State. Won't spend any time on that. Oklahoma State's winless in the Big 12. They're a bad team. They're not good. But Kansas clearly has rebounded nicely from losing to Central Florida. And Missouri hung in the game until losing to Alabama 93-75. This was mired by a, a spat between the Bama coach and a Missouri player that was really bizarre in this game. And I, I've got to go back and look at more replays. And I, I don't want to give any real strong opinions on this other than I'll say this. If you're a coach, you shouldn't be involved with fighting with another team's player, no matter what happens. Even if he takes a cheap shot at one of your guys and you're trying to intervene or whatever, the coaches, the expectation of a coach is higher than that of a college player. It just is. And it was a strange and bad look. Bama was up 59-55 when they pulled away from Missouri. Alabama hit six of its last seven three-point shots in this game. That will usually do it down the stretch, and they wind up beating Missouri 93-75. Our final final is brought to you by the Finch Knife Company online at finchknifeco.com. Their 20% off sale ends Wednesday, the 17th through Wednesday. You got till midnight, guys. 20% off pretty much everything at finchknifeco.com. They have never once ever had a sale. They're cleaning out some inventory at finchknifeco.com. MyPillow.com has a huge after-holiday sale going on right now, and so does MyStore.com with the promo code KKHI, or you can call the number. A lot of you like calling the number and talking with an associate there at MyPillow. They can talk you through the different kinds of pillows or sheets or towels or slippers that they have, dog beds. Then you just mention KKHI, and you get your discount right there on the phone. The phone number is 800-923-9034. That's 800-923-9034 for MyPillow.com. And my buddy Chris and his team at TimeWise Media, they do great work for Kevin Keatsman as issues. They're a trusted local marketing partner. They have a a ton of knowledge that help propel small and medium-sized businesses. That's really where they excel. And it doesn't get any smaller than Crooked Tail Media, which is our company. Whether it's dynamic TV and radio ads, or digital campaigns, TimeWise Media can help you with a full suite of marketing services under one roof. They're really great at what they do. Or maybe it's just getting in the right social media platforms and having your product or company pop up on people's iPhones through the algorithms. Hell, I don't know how that works, 
You probably don't either, but I'll bet you know your business. TimeWise Media knows their business. Log on to TimeWise Media today and see if they might be the perfect fit for you or call Chris Benson at 913-702-2722. He's a great veteran and he'd love to work with you. 913-702-2722, timewisemedia.com. Our final finals, it just keeps getting worse for the Dolphins as the week goes on. We talked on a patron podcast yesterday about Tua after the game, tried to get Patrick Mahomes' jersey, and Mahomes shut him down and said, nope, we're not doing the jersey swap here. I already promised it, we think, to Brett Veach or something. I don't know. Poor Tua couldn't even get the jersey off Mahomes' back after that beatdown. It gets worse. Now the Dolphins have announced they're changing their motto next year. Their motto for decades has been fins up. And when it gets wild in the stadium and it's time to play defense, like fins up, fins up. Apparently, a lawsuit or a cease and desist letter is being filed, and they believe it's from Margaritaville Corporation. You may recall that Jimmy Buffett died a couple months ago. He was the founder of all the Margaritaville resorts, booze lines, merch, all that stuff. He's gone, and the corporate types have taken over, and they're taken over, and they're threatening the Dolphins apparently that they can no longer use the term "fins up" because it's theirs. It's their it's their slogan. What a shame if that's the case. That just shouldn't be the case. But the Dolphins say they'll have a new motto next year. It's going to be pretty hard to have something as unique as Fins Up. There's your Kevin Keatsman Has Issues episode for this Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we greatly appreciate it if you hit that like, follow, or subscribe button or tell a friend about it or show somebody. Hey, listen, yeah, we did this with Gary Joslin. We had to show him how to listen and subscribe and whatever and listen on his phone. Teach somebody, man. You'd be doing us a great favor and you might be getting another vote for Trump or a candidate that matters to you. You might be able to do that. Help somebody listen to the podcast. If you think they might like it, we'll take all the help we can get out there. You're an awesome army of soldiers for us on the ground, and we thank you every single day for hitting that play button at KKHI. Kevin Keatsman Has Issues has been presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC and is produced by Crooked Tail Media. Please hit the like or follow button wherever you listen or give us a review. For premium content podcasts and weekly newsletter, join as a patron at kkhasissues.com for as little as $5 a month. Support all our sponsors and other conservative businesses at the kklist.com. This has been a production of Cricket Tail Media Incorporated.